Fanatics Podcast, episode number six. I am Nick, your host. Your host, as always, with me as always, my co-host Joel. Uh, we're gonna start off this episode by basically describing our thoughts on the draft that happened this past Friday, Monday night. Um, we're gonna get into the question kind of earlier this time, rather than waiting until the end. But uh, so yeah, so I'm gonna ask you a question just to start off the the, the draft recap. Um, it off, man. Who do you think won? The draft, Raw or SmackDown? Who, I of course, I think the way it's looking now, I think Raw won. Yeah, definitely. I think that was meant to be like that because they know SmackDown has been killing it lately. Yeah, they need that on Raw. Yeah, I feel like they they literally took practically almost all their stars on that brand. They if basically you, if, just traded everyone. People. Yeah, yeah, like even the. Champs like the tag champs. What was you that about? That? And you then saw they that on Raw? just Swap switched. Be- yeah, like really, they just everyone just changed brands. Basically, there's a, literally not even a handful of people that stayed on both brands. The only people that stayed are I think the Raw, Smackdown Lynch champion, Oscar Bailey, and then Drew McIntyre and Roman Reigns stayed. Yeah. Other than that, there's not that many people that stayed on their brand. Otis. Um, oh, dude. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you something about that first. Let's Do you talk- like that? Do you like that? The fact that they switch. They split up um, Orts and Tucker. I saw that. Think, I didn't, or do you think they're going to lead to something with that? Maybe lead to something. I'm not sure. When I saw it, the, like when they said it, but like they didn't really play it. Like they didn't play it as a big part. They just announced it. Yeah. And, yeah, like they're a tag team and you're breaking them up. Like they made a big deal for the New Day. Get it? New Day's been around for a while. Yeah. But still, this is another tag team breaking up. I guess because right now Otis has been a single star for a while. Yeah, so, I, I don't. I don't necessarily think it's gonna be permanent. I I have a feeling they're gonna be back together on Raw. Because, oh no! Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I, I've said this multiple times. I don't think I've said this a lot on the show, but I've thought about it a lot. I think where they're going with this storyline—the fact that now the Miz and Morrison are on Raw, Mandy Rose is now on Raw—I have a feeling that especially with this whole trial thing they have. It needs the, to make his way to Raw. Yeah. They're probably going to be like, oh, I need to be with Tucker. I need to be with Mandy. And then they're probably going to have something where the Miz is going to kind of like force, not force, but kind of be like, oh, I'll, we'll bring you over to Raw, be with Mandy and Tucker if you give up the briefcase. And therefore, he gives up the briefcase. Then now someone else is going to be money in the bank holder. And now the tag team is back together. That's how I feel like they're playing it out. Because I don't think they're going to have It makes have sense. This. It makes exactly. sense for them to go that way. Especially since it's Otis. Like, it was cool to be like, oh, yeah, let him win the money in the bank. Um, but when you have these dominant guys holding the belt, it's going to be tough. Like, we talked about last week about not being the right size or not living yeah. up to hype. Um, Otis, not even that he's – not built like that is just the way his character is. You can't take yeah, him yeah. seriously. You know what I mean? He's he's all comedic, and that's the thing. Like, you need someone. Yeah. Because it's either. And I'm he, I'm fine with that. I would I would love to see what they had, like what they would do if he had the title. Like if yeah. he cashed in the Money in the Bank on Roman Reigns, pinned him, and then ha- like, how could you how could you build that up? You know, right? Because I can't I can't see it happen you know it's like it's otis no offense but it's otis you know yeah and yeah. realistically otis can't beat roman reigns or joe mcintyre for the championship it's either they have him lose it or you give it up have him give it up because it's not necessarily like like a, he's not gonna if, if, if it does cash it in successfully i don't think he's gonna hold it the championship for a while probably like the next week he loses it next pay-per-view he loses it in a rematch yeah. whatever because I don't think it's he's like a star that's capable of holding that championship for months and months and beat all these top guys for it. You know what I mean? Yeah, I feel you. I feel you. And I think, like, I don't know if they use this building up to Money in the Bank, but when Money in the Bank happened, I was like, Otis, like, he looks like the favorite right now. And I was yeah. right. He, he won it. Yeah. And my whole thing was – like the other day, I was like when the draft was happening, I was trying to think about it. Did they hype it up the money in the bank? Because I know for for a few years now, they've hyped it up as you got a, a title shot, yeah. like a world title shot. 
before it was just you can you have a title shot. So I always thought they were going to bring in that rule back and just have Otis cash in for the tag belts. That's what I was thinking too. That's what I was thinking cuz I don't think or, they're going to Yeah, or do it for a mid title, not the world title, do it for like the IC belt. And also it makes the money in the bank different. Like it's like it was always built to be a number one contenders. It's just they've always used it to go after the world title. Nobody yeah. has gone different. There was no rule saying he had to do it for those titles. Yeah, I think they cha- like I think in like the newer year, like the last few years, they've been hyping it up as you get a world title shot. Yeah. But I know at the beginning it was just you got your money in the bank, you you got a title shot. That's it. Any title. Yeah, that is true. But the thing was one thing that bothers me with this with Otis winning it is that the last few years, I don't think anyone has successfully cashed it in. You had Brock. Brock was the only person to do it, which was last year. Then you had the year before you had Braun Strowman not beating Roman Reigns. The year before you had Baron Corbin not beating Jinder Mahal. And then it's like at the last four, basically you have unsuccessful cash-ins and then you have someone who wasn't in the match win it. It doesn't make sense. They're basically treating the money in the bank briefcase as if it's like a, like a joke, to be honest. Not saying in a yeah, negative way, but it's like it. they're not treating it as, you know, like an edge winning it or or someone like a Daniel Bryan, how he went from a mid-carder to a, a championship material by yeah. winning the money in the bank. Then you have Otis now holding it, and it's like, is he going to cash in eventually? You know, like how long is he going to wait yeah. till he cashes it in? And that's what also helps with the money in the bank, like – it doesn't need to be believable that Otis can win it. It just yeah. has to be that he comes in at the right time. You know what I mean? Like, a whole bunch of heels have done it when somebody gets attacked and then they'll just run out with the money in the bank with the briefcase and then with the ref and they'll count the one, two, three. It makes it – it helps the heel, but also it makes it so that people like Otis can beat someone like a McIntyre or Roman Reigns. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But I just I just always love I hope they do it like at a random time. I always love the fact no, that Oh yeah, I love that too. They, they just you don't, you don't know when it's happening. Yeah. You don't know when it's happening. Even though the announced ones weren't too bad. Like the best one that was announced was the R V D one when he said, Yeah, I'm putting oh, it Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That was that I'm was cool. cashing in one night stand and that was sick because you knew this is it. This is the Money in the Bank match. Uh, who else has announced it? Um, Sandow and, announced it, right? Yeah, but he lost it, I think. Yeah, he took that. Cena, Cena announced it. He also lost. When Which Cena won that? it the year after Sandow. Or I think the same one. Either the same year oh, or the year yes, after. Oh, yes, yes. Yeah, because he... I think was he... It, didn't six, he beat CM, Sandow for it? No. Nah, I, I, I think that was the year where they had two different ones for both titles. Because that was... I think they used to have... There was a point where they had a Raw... Um, briefcase and a SmackDown one to go for the WWE and World Heavyweight Championships. So, wait, but Sandow cashed in or he but lost he, his briefcase? He cashed in he cashed but in, then lost right? it, I think. Yeah, he cashed in and lost. Okay. And Cena also, I think the year after he cashed in and lost it. Because I remember him going up, I think it was at SummerSlam or it was on episode of, you know what it was? It was like a Raw 1000 episode or some big episode. He It was like in a triple threat match with like Big Show and CM Punk, and then he lost the match. Was that the one that The Rock came in? Yeah, I think I think that was it. I, th- I think yeah, that was it. I think that was the cash in. Yeah, but that's what I hope. That's what I, I like I love the announcement the sometimes, yeah. but also the random ones are just so much greater because stuff like that, like it makes it. Oh shoot, he would not have beat him in a match, but yeah, yeah. he's the champ now. Yeah, that's cool. Do you think you'll go to Raw and cash in on Drew McIntyre or if you if you were to? Cash it in on somebody. Do you think you'll cash in on Drew McIntyre and go to Raw that way, or stay on SmackDown and cash in on Roman when the time is right? I mean, it makes sense for him to go to Raw since everybody that he's been with is on Raw. Yeah, like like man is on Raw on Raw, like you said, the people he's feuding with, the Miz and Morrison on Raw. Like it just makes sense for him to go over there and then eventually cash in on in there. Like uh, um on McIntyre, yeah, or maybe lose it to the Miz or Morrison. You know what I mean? Like all his stuff is on Raw. All his rivalries and stuff is on Raw. Yeah. Like I don't he feel... has no beef with nobody. 
exactly. He has no alliances with nobody on SmackDown. It's just weird. Yeah. How they kept and him on there. If anything, I would see him kind of doing something similar to what I said before with having to give up the briefcase where they have like, oh, you'll send over Tucker, at least Tucker, over to SmackDown at the SmackDown if you give me the briefcase. So you guys can be together again as a team. Because tag, the SmackDown tag team division right now after the draft is kind of like, okay, you have you have the Street Profits who are now the, the new SmackDown tag champions. You have the Mysterios who we barely seen as a tag team. We should use as a tag team, in my opinion. Can we just talk about that for a second? The Mysterios getting drafted as a tag team first of yeah. all. Being drafted to SmackDown. That whole storyline just shifted over to transfer. the Transfer. Yeah. Just transfer. Like when I saw Rollins got drafted, I said, that's this dope. is cool. Yeah. That's it. He's done with it. He'll probably have the one match with Murphy and Helena Cell. And there goes the rivalry. That's it. It's over. Everybody just moved over with yeah. him. It's like... I mean, I feel, I feel... That storyline is still shaky. Yeah, me too. I, I'm like done with that storyline. I mean, I feel like Helena <laughs> Cell... I feel like Helena Cell should be like the final piece of the puzzle. Like, that should okay, be it. Yeah, yeah, that should be it. That should be Mur- it. Murphy beats Rollins and Rollins is out for a few months on paternity leave. And then we get a new start for the feud. Then you put Mysterio and Dominic, uh, well, Ray Mysterio and Dominic Mysterio go to the tag team, uh, compete more tag team action. Cause that, that would be dope. be dope. That would be dope. I would love to see the one day become tag team champions. That would, I don't care how long they hold it for as long as they win the tag team titles. That'd be cool. That'd yeah. be cool. Uh, they should be the ones to beat the street profits in my opinion. Um, Okay. I, mean, okay. I, don't, I don't think because I think you have also. Do you think, do you think the Street Profits are up for it? You think that they I, should my, lose it soon, or you think they should hold on to it? I don't think it's going to be soon in terms of like pay per view wise, because I feel like after Hell in the Cell, if they're not in a match by then, um, I don't think then because eventually Survivor Series you're going to have to be in that you know SmackDown versus Raw versus NXT if NXT's in it, so I don't think they'll be defending it at. Survivor Series as well, so I'll give them two months of not defending it to build up that match, and then eventually maybe after maybe at TLC maybe or Royal Rumble, one of those two pay per views. They're probably gonna lose it to the Mysterios. Um, okay, yeah, I can one, see one, that. one thing, even though the tag team division on SmackDown now is all heels. Um, I mean, besides Street Profits and Mysterios, you got Nakamura and Cesaro, you got Rude and Ziggler, and. I, th- Ziggler, baby. I think I think the Uso I know Jay Uso got drafted to SmackDown. Jimmy wasn't on there because he's injured. Injured still. So. But I feel like he will eventually show up on SmackDown and there'll be a tag team again on there. Which would be dope. If anything, um that'll be a total of I count right. That'll be five tag teams if Jimmy comes back to SmackDown for the SmackDown tag division. Uh I want the Street Profits to eventually turn heel. In my opinion. Turn heel. Yeah. Because the thing is, we've seen them already, even on NXT for a while, as babyfaces. I feel like they'll turn heel and then eventually, when they lose the tag titles, not during the tag team title reign. Eventually, when they lose it to the Mysterios or someone babyfaces, they'll be like, oh, shoot, we lost? What? Like, we're like, yeah. you know, kind of thing. Like, we never thought they would lose it. And then they go on a, like a rant, like, yo, we are the dominant tag team. Um, we were the faces of the Raw Tandy division. Should have been the face of the SmackDown Tad division. And they started beefing with the Mysterios. You tend to turn heel. Then I don't know Raw- if they could, I, I don't know if they could pull off heels. Montez Ford, yes. I feel like he has yeah. a good attitude. Yeah. I don't know about Dawkins because Dawkins give me gives me like a like a bland attitude. Like I don't think he could do much. He's yeah. hyped, yes, but as a he, as a baby face, yes. But as a heel, maybe. Uh, but Montez Ford, yeah, definitely. If you put him on the mic more, they could be a really great heel tag team. Um, and the Usos, eventually, I hope this whole feud with Roman Reigns ends sooner so then they can come back together, um, be another babyface tag team, call up Brizango. Then you have a stacked tag team division over there. Yeah. Um, that's what I want for their tag team because their women's division now is, I feel like the Raw's tag team, Raw's. Women's division is way better than SmackDowns, in my opinion. They, but that's they always make that happen. Yeah. They always make that happen. I don't know what's what's the deal with that. You know, they really don't like SmackDown. Like well, <laughs> I've noticed it a lot too. Ever since the the draft returned back in like I think 2016, is that they always have one brand more superior than the other. It's not even, you know. Yeah. One brand is better than the other always at all times. But what brand is it usually? It lately it's been back and forth. 
in my opinion. Nah, um, I don't know. I feel like I feel like last year's draft, uh, SmackDown was only so um, so stacked because they were debuting on Fox. Yeah, and I feel like they, they had switched to make that. that impression. Like even Brock got drafted to SmackDown. Like, yeah, you know what I mean. Like, yeah, yeah. they were trying to build it up, but in the last couple of years, before last year, I feel like on paper, Raw Raw should be the top show. Like, if you look at their draft picks, like, even when the draft happened, when the first draft happened, what was that, 16 or 17? 16, I believe. Yeah. 16, yeah. Raw was Raw, better than... Raw, yeah. on paper, Raw was dominant. But then, when the show started happening, SmackDown was beating Raw and ratings. Yeah. And I feel like this time is is the opposite. SmackDown is not the top brand anymore. Well, maybe it won't. It will be still. Right now, it even, was. Yeah. I feel like right now, it's since they've been on Fox, they've they've taken over. I think. Yeah. But except they, they, for around the WrestleMania WrestleMania feuds, of course. Yeah. Because Raw's always. I like the fact that they have one show better than the other because that gives the other show the opportunity to build up stars. Like right now, you give them because like, if you look, if you look at the SmackDown roster right now. Who would you have put against Roman Reigns and, um, you know, at the Jey Uso? You know, Kevin you have Owens. Kevin. Exactly. Kevin Owens wasn't a main championship guy on Raw. He was a no. mid-carder. Now you have other guys getting the opportunity to go over the mid, the, the main title. Which he, should, the be, better... he should be in the title picture at all times. Exactly. Because He's... we didn't see that on Raw. Now we see that on yeah. SmackDown. And you get to see other guys do the same thing. Like you have them going against Roman Reigns, the top championship. Eventually someone's going to beat him for it, you know. Yeah. I hope, and then you get the new, new new main card um, people going for the title, even if they get traded to Raw next year. You got big guys making big names already. That's the oh, better part of oh, it. Yeah. Even for the women's division, you have, I think, Bailey and Sasha. The, the next best person is Bianca Belair. We've never seen her get an opportunity on Raw. She never had that title. Yeah, that was crazy. Raw. She got drafted. Yeah. And that was cool because then you get to see her more often on SmackDown. Compared to Raw, the women's division is stacked. They got everybody from SmackDown. Yeah. But Smack- SmackDown's women aren't too bad. Yeah. They aren't. I'm not saying that. Yeah. I'm not saying they're terrible. It's just like the yeah. Raw won the women's division in this one. Yeah. They got a better one. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. Like, so you said, they Raw- got Selena. They got Tamina. Bailey, Sasha. Um, who else? They got Natalia. They got. They got Billy Kay. Squad. Billy Kay. I forgot. They got Billy Kay. Um, Carmella, which is it's Carmella. Yeah, they're rebuilding her. Very yeah. Her. So yeah. it's a new person. They should call up. <laughs> new like, person. Have, new, <laughs> literally, new person. Um, so getting up to the next topic, uh, I was going to start off with a question instead of waiting until the end of the episode to answer it from what you asked last week. Oh, so, last week's question. Yeah, Let's yeah. I wanted to start off with it instead of ending off with this episode. Um, three superstars who you think will eventually leave the company and either stay their star, keep their star status, or even build up their star status. Who would you choose? You want to start off with that? Or oh, you want? want? Nah, you or, start off. You start off. Me? All right. So my first person. Okay. It's gonna be an obvious one. Um, I mean, not kind of obvious, but. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if he still kept the star status anywhere else because he's always been like that before, even WWE. Uh, the first person is going to be Adam Cole. Um, I don't see him. I don't see him leaving. Yeah. But, um, and I, especially anytime soon, I don't see him leaving anytime soon. But even if he left WWE, like say like, oh, I'm done with this company right now. NXT, not going to be in the roster, just leaving. He can go anywhere else and still be a top guy. Go to AEW. He'll probably be going up against all the big guys there. Getting a title shot with John Moxley, 100%. go back to New Japan, go to the New Japan, kill it over there like he's done already. Go to Ring of Honor, beat people up there. Doesn't matter where he goes, he's still a big guy, big name, not a big guy, but big name. And eventually, he'll do well. Um, wouldn't be surprised there. Um, yeah, he's one of those guys that he has a style that just fits in exactly. anywhere. Like, like could, he, like some guys have like a W, like in the ring. Like in their presence in the ring, on the mic, everything. There's some guys that you can tell, like they are WWE guys. Yeah. And then you can tell guys that can do it anywhere. Um, 
my next guy, it's a female wrestler. You probably wouldn't even expect it to happen, but I feel like she will do better somewhere else, even if she left. Another NXT superstar would probably be Rhea Ripley. Okay, um, I was I'm, waiting for you to say Nia Jax. No, 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 no. She'll get buried anywhere else, in my opinion. Um, <laughs> but Rhea Ripley, I feel like she's built a star status, even if she's if if she left, some other company will give her that star status elsewhere. If she went to a different company like AEW, they have no women's roster, like not even the really good women's roster over there. If she went there, she'll probably be champion within like a week. She'll probably be champion sometime within a month, at least. They'll probably give her that star status, make her the face of that women's division. She's still young. She could probably be there for another 10, 20 years if she could. If Definitely. they feel up now. What is she, 23, 24? I think she's 24, somewhere in the yeah, mid-20s. And yeah, she's I don't even think it. she's touched fit, uh, 25 yet. Yeah, I don't think so. Yeah, she's still young. And yeah. she could still kill it. Even if she went to the main roster, she'd probably get a title shot right away. Oh, definitely. Definitely. Um, my third person. I'm going to try to think of somebody on the main roster. I'd probably say Seth Rollins would be the last person. Because he, probably, he'll probably get that John Moxley treatment, what he went through. He'd probably go to New Japan, probably do something over there. Um, probably win championships in New Japan, probably go to like Ring of Honor back again, win championships back in Ring of Honor, where he was most known for before WWE. Then you'd probably bring him to AEW, have him feud with Moxley, have him win the championship if he's still champion, but if he leaves. But I feel like Seth Rollins will always be that top guy because he's been given that top guy treatment a lot the last couple of years. Even on NXT, first ever NXT champion. You know, oh, he's yeah. won he had big moments in WWE already. Might as well continue that star status. Anyone else? So I feel you on that. I feel you on that. I I don't know if I would put Rollins on my list. Like I would. I don't know top three though. Who would you put um so number one I would have to go with this one's obvious of course. My son Andrade. I feel like anywhere he goes, he's I want to ask you something real quick. Put on a show. What's up? You want to talk about Andrade real yes, quick? Please. Let's like, talk I'm, about I'm, him. Like, I'm, like, you don't understand how mad I was after Monday Night on Raw. This guy went freaking undrafted. How do you put that guy, Andrade, undrafted on any 35 people got I drafted don't before un- him? I, I don't understand it. I don't. 35 people got drafted before him. 35. Not even 10. Just 35 people. There were people on that list I didn't even know of. They got drafted over him. You even forgot they were signed. Yeah. And I'm like, how do you put them over Andrade? Like, yeah. even if, if even if you consider him as buried, you why would you put them on... on like, how would you make Andrade undrafted? Like, yeah, how does that make sense? Like... Titus O'Neil got drafted. Davakato got drafted. Davakato got drafted. I forgot about that. Yeah, I forgot about that. That. Like, how yeah. do you put it? He one match, and that's it. And he got drafted before Andrade. Who you would, think they got to send him to NXT? Definitely, they should. Because I don't understand why. Like I don't, I don't see the only way I would see Andrade come back to the main roster is if. It's part of a storyline. Like, oh, I didn't get drafted. You know, then he gets signed to a brand, Raw SmackDown. Then he gets a major push, maybe. Unless they're doing it that way, any other any other way, I probably wouldn't see him going to Raw SmackDown because there's no way you're gonna bury him already. Yeah, you haven't done much I, with him already. You haven't given him a chance on the main roster. Exactly. And you're gonna, then, so I feel like if that's not the way to build him up on the main roster, then yeah, might as well bring him back to NXT. Because one thing that I think I mentioned this in the other episode, I'm not rem- I don't remember, um, but apparently the reason why they split up Zelina Vega and Andrade is because it, rumor has it that apparently Andrade wants to learn English, wants to learn better English, wants to because eventually he said that he wants to eventually cut his own promos in English. So I'm thinking that maybe they didn't draft him to bring him back to NXT to have him learn English there before he comes back. Maybe kind of like to develop his English skills before he starts talking Maybe. about USA and Netflix. Because USA sure. and Fox are like big names. They probably aren't going to want a guy 
no offense, but like, they probably don't want him to like not speak perfect English first. They probably don't want to give yeah. him time to you know speak fluent English, then come back. Okay, now he can speak on our our channel more yeah, often. Even I... though even though NXT is on USA, it's a developmental system technically, so they yeah. could use that for him. Very true. Very true. Um, I re- I saw that too that he wanted to learn English. I think he know like he's been taught English like throughout. I remember I was watching something. He was saying that 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 Zelina was like helping him throughout the like they traveled together all the time, and she was like helping him out because I think he's he talked strictly Spanish. Yeah. Yeah. Until he got signed, and then I guess he learned. Like I guess when you're hanging out every day at a gym where everybody's speaking English, you're gonna try and, and pick up on it. You know what and I mean? He's dating Charlotte Flair. He yeah. don't have to learn English with her. They can't be like you know. Can't to learn That's English what I'm saying. Her. He can't be too bad. He probably just yeah, has yeah. like his heavy accent. ass yeah. accent, or he's still um what they call Spanglish when he speaks both and yeah yeah a lot yeah I know a couple people that do that. <laughs> Because I think it's for, like, I think it was the day after Class of Champions, he cut a promo by himself, like, without Zelina Vega there. Yes. And yeah. uh, that, and I was like, okay, he's talking, he's trying to talk English. That's yeah, it wasn't bad, though. Yeah, yeah. Because he did, he did throw in a little bit of Spanglish. I heard that. He was talking yeah. English, and he quickly turned to Spanish. Yeah. That's cool. Like, I like that. Like, he talks in English and talks in Spanish. Yeah. You could sound, you could sound tough when you talk in Spanish. Yeah. Not going to lie. You could sound tough. You're like, damn. And if you go back and forth, it'd be like yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Like oh shoot, he's talking tough right now. I I would love for him to go back to NXT right now. Yeah, like it would be like of course you want to see him on the main roster and see him in title pictures or even big rivalries. But if he goes back to NXT, would not be mad at it. I would even put like in motion for a storyline for the future. You know what I mean? Like have him be the only person from the main roster that goes to NXT. And then Survivor Series is coming up. Just do a match of your, like, hold on. Who was the number one draft pick? Drew McIntyre on Friday. So you can't even do that. Damn, because I was going to say, you could do, like, how every match you have, you usually have the champions go against each other. Have the number one draft picks go against each other. And NXT doesn't have a number one draft pick. But they have a person that came from the draft, which is Andrade. You have him win that match. And then down the way, that puts him in, yo, I beat your top two draft picks. The and Fiend, I went undrafted. The Fiend was number one draft pick on, on, on Monday, but he got, also got drafted to Raw. So it doesn't make sense. Maybe you could do like... Because like if you do... No, like the number one draft pick for... Who was SmackDown's first pick? Who was Raw's first pick? Roman Reigns and Drew McIntyre were the first two picks. Yeah. So you have him possibly win the NXT championship from Finn Balor and be like... You saw what I did there. You yeah. saw what I did there. Low-key. Yeah. Have him take that belt. Yeah, have like, him come through. Uh, there we go with the blurriness. Have the camera. Have, oh, God. Yeah, have him come through and have him go against the two champions and beat them clean. And be like, yo, this is what you get from that drafting me. Now I'm NXT exactly. champ. Then eventually... Like, I'm the- NXT champion, I'm the top champion because I beat both of your champions. And you guys are number one picks. That's what you exactly. get from that. Exactly. You know how crazy that would be? That would be uh, the storyline, uh, and then it builds uh, up. So when he moves up to the main roster, you're like, yo, don't forget. I beat you both forget. guys. Exactly. And then, yeah, exactly. And you put him in the title picture right there. Because that's the thing, too. There's some people who, I think Finn Balor, I think he still should have some much more time in NXT. Maybe possibly call him back up soon, too. Yeah. And, I feel like with Andrade, you should just give him time NXT a little bit. Possibly have like one or two feuds at takeovers. How long would you have him be there? A year. A, a year. year? A year. Because the thing is, you, you need more time to build him up. Um, You know, because the thing with, is with some guys, they build them up too quickly. You know, you have Kerry and Cross. Have him one, have a feud with Johnny. Oh, no, not Johnny. Okay, no. Have him in a feud with Tommaso Ciampa. Beats Tommaso Ciampa, immediately gets a title shot and wins yeah. the championship. That was too soon. They didn't have much time to build him up. So if yeah. you're going to repackage, not repackage, but if you're going to have Andrade go back down to NXT to build up his star status, have him be the top guys. Have him feud with John Gargano again. Have him feud one-on-one with Adam Cole and Tommaso Ciampa. Then go for the championship. Have him tied to with that. 
against Finn Balor, then call him back up. You want to hear something crazy? I think 100% that's what should be happening. But I would have him win the title now. I would have him come in, immediately go for the title, take it, and he doesn't lose it for maybe a year or so. Okay. So he goes through both Survivor Series, wins both three-way championship matches. They uh, loses the belt at TakeOver, let's say, the night before Royal Rumble. Let's say the night of the Royal Rumble, the, uh, whoever uh, drew 23 gets attacked or something, and Andrade's music hits. He wins the Rumble. Mania, baby. That would be perfect. And makes, I, I, it I helps say- you build him up because – it's not like you just did the storyline for a few months. You actually built this out, yo. And then when you're making the video package for Mania, you make sure to mention he went undrafted, he went to NXT, took the belt, um, beat the Wonder Survivor Series match the first yeah. year, dominated NXT for that whole year, went back to Survivor Series, won the match again, and then lost that takeover before Rumble. I would Showed ha- up at Rumble. I would also tomorrow. I would also have Andrade beat Adam Cole's title reign. Yes. Have him beat the streak. Yeah. And have him beat that. And then eventually you because if I do the math correctly. And just think about the matches that he dude. would have with the Cole, Champa, Gargano, all Man. these guys, Finn. All these guys coming up in NXT. Let me see Andrade, Velveteen. You know what I mean? Against uh, Priest. Kushida. Exactly. Exactly. You have him win matches on on the regular NXT episode. You just beat him up. You know, you have a lot of guys who they're building up already. Might as well have him face everyone there. And you have him uh, defend it on Wednesdays, too. Exactly. Not every Wednesday, but... Imagine he's a, he's a fighting champion. That's what he calls himself. I am a imagine fighting champion. Imagine him versus Kyle O'Reilly. Oof. Ooh. Take my money. Yep. Take my Yo. money. I'm telling you, Andrade, with the matches he can have on NXT, not only help him out, help NXT out, and help whoever is in the ring with him. If he were to le- elevate them. If he were, which I hope it doesn't happen, if he were to leave the company, where would you just want to see him go? New Japan. New Japan. Saying that was saying yeah. the same thing. I was. I feel like a lot of people who lead the company should go straight to New Japan. You know, because that that's the best way to build yourself up as a wrestler too. Yeah. People see matches there and be like, "Oh, he killed it over there on New Japan." Yeah, Might New well. Japan. New Japan be wild. New Japan. That, if if you were a superstar and left WWE, where would you go? Where would you go personally? If I left, yeah. like if I got signed to WWE, left, left, and then yeah, like a whole bunch of like you have New Japan, AEW, Impact, New Japan, really, New Japan, yeah. New I, feel Japan. Like, I feel like that's a spot, man. Everyone goes to New Japan, you know. Yeah. You have all those guys who, because I saw something I think like a year ago, and it's one hundred percent true. I feel like because New Japan is in Japan and Mexico too, like AAA and all those companies. They their main focus is always. Because if you if you if you look at Impact AEW WWE Ring of Honor they build up characters. Yeah. Japan it's all Mexico- storyline driven. Exactly. And Japan and Mexico they don't do storylines. Yeah. They just have matches like hey you versus you they hate each other then match. They don't exactly. really care about the storyline. Yeah. They just like, care about the wrestling more than the stories. Yeah, and the storylines that they be having isn't too intense. Like it, like they'll be like oh they fought like a couple years ago and now they have beef. Yeah, they still fight tonight. Be- yeah. It's like. And the you, only real storylines that happen is the titles. And even then, it's not really storylines. Like, the yeah. biggest storyline in New Japan is when groups go over. So it's not even like like when factions are made. It's not yeah, even yeah. like, oh, this one person and one person. It'll be like, this faction and this faction got beef. Why? Because it's just years down the road. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. There's never like, oh, on this day, this happened. Then this guy cut a promo. It was it like it yeah. doesn't tell the story like that. Exactly. Um, 
would you ever want to join? Uh, this is probably like a easy answer for just please to for you to answer to. Would you want to join Bullet Club if they gave you <laughs> the Hell chance yeah. to join them? Come on, yeah. come on, Hell yeah. come on. What kind of question is that? What kind of question is that? <laughs> what What if Inner Circle came to New Japan and be like, "Yo, have have Yo, join me instead"? Inner Circle needs to lead. They, they should. They, nah, they be doing the thing. They need. I don't know, like what's in the AEW contract. They should really be partnered with. Just different promotions so exactly. that their guys could be everywhere. Yeah. Because Inner Circle really killing it. I re- I love that stable. They should have like, like you said, partner with different promotions. Like they should go to like New Japan, have someone from there represent Inner Circle. They don't have to yeah, be part of know, AEW. Yeah, they could just exactly. go there, be like, yo, I'm Inner Circle. Wear the T-shirts, promote it there. Have them, you know, be like, oh, he's Inner Circle from AEW. Let me watch AEW this week then. Let's see what's Inner Circle about. Exactly. And vice versa, like have them go to New Japan, and be like, "Oh, this guy's from New Japan, he's in inner circle," and then have them watch. Have your affiliates. Yeah. That was like, um, I think Bullet Club had it for a little while. I don't know how long they had it, but it was like, um, I gotta look this up to make sure. But I think it was called like Bullet Club Latin America, and it was just, uh, like I think it was in Mexico. I think it was in AAA. If let me, let me ask you this too. If you were to start your own faction in the independent scene, mm-hmm. you were the leader, you have four guys behind you, starting off with four guys behind you. Yeah. In your group, who would you choose in the independent scene who aren't already part of a faction? That's, yeah, the duck. Whoa. Um, damn. I don't even know. Uh wait yo can we put this for the for the question next week because oh, yeah, yeah, I go, need to put go, some yeah. thought into this. Okay. So you want want to answer at the end? You want to answer at the end because next week's the Hell in a Cell episode. So I want to yeah. wait for the end of the, this episode. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 All right. So <laughs> that, that's a good. I, I just thought of that on the spot. I was like, wait. I was like, oh ready. damn! I gotta actually think about that. Sit down and think about that. Yeah. <laughs> well, what what are your thoughts on NJF? trying to join inner circle now oh i think it's awesome i think it's dope i think i I don't think he will join though i think uh, this is leading to him and jericho feuding okay low-key i would love for him to join inner circle though because the promos he cuts are fantastic i see a lot of people um putting him and the miz in the same category yeah which is kind of crazy but it's it's facts. Yeah. Like my guy can cut a promo. Like it's incredible. Exactly. I love I, I, people that could cut a good promo. Yeah. Make I, me I, believe that I want to hate you. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, give me a reason to. And he, he could just hop on the mic and get anybody to hate him. Exactly. That's a I, real skill. I know, right? Like getting people to hate you is like impossible. Yeah, because like, I think, yo, to be honest, I think in the world of pro wrestling, it's harder to be a heel than a face. It's so very easy to get people to like you. I feel. If you get, you know what I mean, like, not even like like you, but root for you. Like, it's not that hard. As a yeah. character, like, just you know what I mean. But like, it's hard to make somebody hate you. You have to really come up with a whole bunch of words in your head to be like, "Yo, this is what I'm gonna say." Then hopefully they'll get the feedback back from you, being like, "Everyone booing you every week." Especially during your promos, yeah, because like, you have to like prepare, really prepare for that promo. I'd be like, okay, what what should I say this week? Who should I make fun of? Who should I? What should I say to make people hate me? You know? Yeah. Then, and then and then of course you're gonna get the people at the show that are gonna be just wanna be the cool kids and cheer for the guy, <laughs> cheer for the heel. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. But like, like no, everyone has. You know what it is to get even those people to hate you. You gotta make fun of them. Like it's a go crazy, at them. it's a crazy skill that I wish I had. <laughs> I would, I, I would, I would be a heel. I, I would be a heel if I were an independent wrestler. If I, I, I would be a heel. No man, I don't even know. You, you, you gotta like. That's one of the things of becoming a professional wrestler. You gotta learn how to talk on the mic eventually. Oh, oh not, yeah. Not, 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 not everyone bad. does it, but you gotta learn eventually. Yo, there's some promos out there that you just be like, damn, man, like. Nobody told them they should have had a manager. Like, <laughs> like I'm somebody yeah. like that. I can't talk in front of people. Yeah. I, I hate there's it. Some, there's some people that can't. I switched out of, um, in college. I switched majors just because I didn't want to take an acting class. I said, no shot I'm taking this. 
Because I think I would, uh, if you don't concentrate on nothing, you know, I take the acting class. Yeah, yeah. She was I trying to explain that. to me, oh, yeah, uh, if you have open concentration, you have more uh, options and jobs, more distance. I just said, yo, I don't have to take the acting class. She said, no, I said, take me out. That, I did the same thing, man. I, I was in the same thing. I was like, I'm not, I, I took speech, but I'm not taking the acting. I'm not acting. No, and speech, like, I hate talking in front of people. It's just, I don't know what it is about me. I just don't like it. You rather talk on a mic and then people <laughs> talk uh, to people through this. That's the only way I'm oh talking. Oh my god, I I um, I would cut like um I cut like a promo or two ones, really? and that was bad. It was bad, just because I get nervous. Wow. So I cut. So you gotta be you gotta be super nice to get up there, like to even get up there and just talk and cut a promo. I give it to you. Yeah, yeah. But to go up there. And act and make somebody hate you, incredible, incredible. I think insane. Like you got, like like I said, you have to prepare, they actually have to prepare for that. Yeah, yeah you have to come up with things in their head that they write. Because I think Enzo oh. Amore, he literally wrote down everything, and everything worked so well with his character. Yeah, he jotted down every single sentence, every single word that he said on mic was written down beforehand. That's creative. People don't underestimate that. That's creative. That's how you prepare for a promo. Yeah, then, or just coming up with stuff off the dome. That yeah, like, real, there's a lot of people like, come up with the the, spot. like especially the heels when a fan will say something, and then they'll just answer back. Yeah, you go, you got to come. The wittiness got to be crazy. Exactly, you must be like coming up with things already beforehand too. Like, yeah. that's insane. That's insane how they do that. Um, but anyway, like with the inner circle part, I think MJF. I feel like I have a strong feeling that MJF is going to eventually take over Inner Circle. That's my opinion. I feel like eventually this is going to lead up to be like, oh, Chris Jericho, you're it, out. To kick him yeah. out? Oh, that would be, that would be sick. That then, would be sick. I, I, this might be a feud for full year, which I think is the beginning of November. Eventually, them two are going to have a match. And then, you know, eventually they're going to turn on him and be like, yo, MJF is our leader. He bought us jackets. You didn't do anything for us. <laughs> he bought us jackets. You didn't buy us anything. But like, I feel like that's gonna be like a shock factor for that pay per view. Um, then eventually they're gonna have a new I leader. I don't know MJF. if they'll do that so soon though. I think that I think I think he'll join. Like if he joins, I think he'll join As first. As a member, yeah, him and Wardlow, both of them. You think they both gonna join? Yeah, they'll join and like slowly, like it'll turn into his group. Kind of like what MJF did with Cody, how he was his best friend and he turned on him. Yeah, but like. Slowly meaning like, okay, MJF shows up with them week after week after week after week. Slowly, like, they start acting like him. They start dressing like So they start coming out in suits, some of them. You know what I mean? Like, slowly but surely, they start seeing him as the leader. Yeah. Like, if you see how Inner, like, inner Circle dresses, they dress in their vest and stuff, like Jericho dresses in his leather pants and his jacket. They dress like rock stars. They dress like Jericho because he's the leader. Yeah. Slowly but surely, they'll start going into. So I think the inner circle will have a second phase to it after Jericho leaves. And it'll be kind of like the evolution phase where everybody just wears suits and they party all the. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. It's they'll still take under up circle. his persona. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Then eventually, like I said, I hope it becomes like a independent wrestling thing, not just AEW. Yeah, but I, you... I want to see I want to see MJF and Jericho for at least a little bit in a group together. Yeah, yeah. I, I would cool. I would like to see them win the tag belts together. 100%. Just to just to see them cut promos and just just act with each like it's just crazy. Not before private party that... though. What's up? <laughs> not before private party though. They have to win it first before. It... <laughs> yeah, I feel you. I feel. You. Uh, they gotta win yeah, the first part. Part, they be... <sighs> They're up man. there, but they're not. They're not getting tag team title opportunities yet. I don't get it. Yeah, but they'll get it. They'll get it. They're, they're still young. You know what I mean? Like, uh, they're the right now. They're the team with like the less experience. With the least. I wouldn't even say experience. I guess would you say credibility? No, like, like when people know you. Like, not a lot of people know Private Party. That is true. Yeah. Everybody knows the Young Bucks from Ring of Honor, TNA, New Japan. Everybody knows FTR. Everybody knows Best Friends. They've been on the indie scene for a while. Um, 
And all the other guys, Agent too. Omega. You know what I mean? Like, all these tag teams that are in there are tag teams that have been in the indie scene for a while now. Yeah. Private Parties, I think they debuted as a tag team in 2015, 2016. So, like, they're the newest tag team. So, they still have to, even though they might have been wrestling for, let's say, 10 years now. You know what I mean? They still need to get the recognition from the crowd. Yeah, like, they deserve more recognition, but the crowd just doesn't know them like that yet to give them the recognition. But once they build themselves up, they'll be all right. I'm glad they have Matt Hardy already in their corner. Yeah, I think that's been helping them. Like, a lot more people are recognizing them. Like, at first, when Private Party would have a match, it was like, oh, dope, these guys, they're always killing it. They're doing the flips and stuff. Yeah, cool. Now people know Private Part, Isaiah Cassidy and Mark Quinn. Like before yeah. it was just Private Part. Now people are starting to know oh, them, them as yeah. characters. Yeah, like their names because they're cutting promos with Matt Hardy backstage. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's helping their uh, their 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 stop go yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because I I want I want them to get because the thing is too they had a shot once and I'm like why why would they just randomly you know not put them in a tag team? Oh, when they won the yeah yeah. Because then the, when they, they won they, the number one contender, right? Yeah, yeah. Because they beat the Young Bucks already once last year. Mm-hmm. They've beaten other teams already, but they don't have. They only had one tag team title opportunity. When best friends, I think they already have three this year. And it's like, come on, like, at least have them win it or take them out. Because they yeah. have not won a tag team, even though they've been killing it. Yeah, but they have not yet won a title match because they've already been losing a lot. Exactly. Might as well give other teams opportunities, because. Like, it seems like they're going to set up a Young Bucks versus FTR feud eventually. That's how I was looking. And uh, yeah. I'm not even mad at that because... It's something we've wanted to see for a while. Yeah, we've wanted to see this for a while. Now it just so happens that there's other tag teams in the mix. That's like, yeah. damn, they, they, these guys are dope, though. They should be having a title shot, too. But first, yeah. we got to let this Young Bucks and FTR play out. Exactly. Because I, wa- I want to see... This, this, this is the thing. Yeah, stack tag team division in AEW, 100%. But when you have all these tag teams who deserve a tag team spot, why not give them other shots? Because the thing is, you have Young Bucks versus FTR. That's probably going to last for a long time. I don't know. Maybe end that full gear. Maybe I'll start at full gear. And then probably end like next year. Maybe a double nothing. Who knows? But if you're going to keep them two in a tag team title match for a while, why you know, have all these great tag teams. Same thing when Omega and Page were tag team champions. They oh held it for a while, which is cool for them. But then you also have all the other tag teams who they're burying every single week. And it's like you're having these tag team tag teams in your roster. They should be beating Hangman Adam Page and uh, Kenny Omega for the titles. Yeah. Someone else should have won before FTR, in my opinion. FTR should have waited. They should have waited to give FTR the tag team titles later on, and not now. Yeah, definitely, definitely. I feel like they gave it to them quickly. Exactly, and that's what yeah. I didn't like. They should have given it to at least best friends first, and then yeah. have FTR beat them or the Young Bucks beat them, and then have them compete for the titles. Exactly. But definitely too soon for them to win it, because they. Wait, yo, wait, hold on one second. So yeah, FTR are your current AEW Tag Team Champions. Hopefully, I'm 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 aiming towards a Young Bucks versus um, FTR feud at full year, which is I looked it up November seventh. Um, I want that match to be at least be a ladder match. That'd be cool. Um, just waiting for Joel to get back. Then we'll continue the show. Good, you good. My fault. It's okay, man. It's okay. <laughs> I was just telling myself on the on the mic. Um, FDR should face the Young Bucks at full gear in a ladder match. That'd be dope. I like that idea. Yeah. Love that idea. I think they're one. I think that rivalry is going to be going on for years. I don't think it's going to have a, a end date. It's going to be one of those um, one of those like Hardy Boys, Dudley Boys, Edge and Christian kind of things where, yeah. or like. Recently, like, the New Day and the Usos, they just always had beef. You yeah. know what I mean? There was never really, like, a start date or an end date. They just always had beef. 
what like, i know they started the beef on twitter but do you remember yeah. how they started like i don't remember how they started the beef uh i i think it was on uh being the elite i forgot what had happened i guess somebody was like comparing the two because they're totally different i guess and they just said like the, the revival yeah. yeah they never like I th- I know they never got like approval from them. It was just like a joke. Yeah, yeah. On being the elite, and then they just started having Twitter beef. I think that's how it like all went down. And then again, yeah, I, I don't know I, when the start date was. Yeah, I me mean, neither. I don't because I know that I knew had I knew they had Twitter beef, but I just didn't remember how it happened. You know, it's like it's it was just random. We had a WWE yeah. tag team feuding with the AEW tag team for no reason. And then. Because I don't, it definitely wasn't a setup. Because I know I, I, when they were in WWE still, they trademarked FTR. Yes. They trademarked um, Fist and Flips and then something like that. Because that, they, they don't go by, they can't say, you know, the revival. You can't say that. It, that's because I think yeah. WWE trademarked that too. And no, um, WWE likes to trademark a lot of things. Yeah. They no, always I think that's one of their favorite things to do. Just let's trademark it. Yeah. Send out a cease and desist real quick. <laughs> then, um, yeah, so that, that's why they, because I think they were going to go by the revolt or something similar to revival before when they left. And then yeah. since they trademarked FTR, might as well call them FTR. Yeah, I think they were going to be called, like, um, I think it was, like, Fear the Revolt. Fear the Revolt, yes. That's what Something was, like yeah. that, yeah. Then uh, some, just shortened it down to FTR. Because some, some random-ass tag team from, like, Wisconsin in the indie scene was like, that's our name. Really? And they I said, I... But I think it was... They said they were always going to go as FTR. Fear the Revolt. The revolt was just like a tagline they were using. It wasn't yeah. their team name. I was yeah. like, I don't know, homie. I could I could care less about that tag team in Wisconsin. Exactly, me neither. <laughs> I, don't, I don't even know that there was a tag team called the Revolt in yeah. Wisconsin. So, it's just on the indie scene, and they were yeah. like, "Yo, how are you gonna try and use our name like that?" Da 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 da. You know, there's, yeah, there's yeah. some beef out there. It is. That's like when they beef. try to use each other's names. What do you mean? Like, I bet you there's a Nick area somewhere in the world oh, wrestling yeah, yeah, and yeah. tearing it up. Definitely. If you go on the scene, they're going to be like, yo, homie. They're going <laughs> to type out to you and be like, yo, that's my name. What are you trying to do? I don't know. I wouldn't even know what to change it to, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what to change it back to. So like, I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Who should I be now? <laughs> Who should I be? <laughs> you can't tell me to change my name. That's my name. Facts. Like, I wonder, like, if a lot of people that change... You know what? I'm like gonna a, I'm, I'm gonna look that up now. I'm gonna see if there's a name. Like I know, like check. a lot of people change their last name. Like usually their yeah, first yeah. name is the real name, and then the last name is just like an alias because, like, their last name is probably too hard to pronounce. Yeah. Like I would have to come up with a fake last name because Otero. If you don't know me, you're gonna have to like hit me up and be like, "Yo, how you say your last name real quick?" Oh, there's no Nick Arias in wrestling. That's good. That's oh, there you <laughs> that's go. Good. I can use it. Yeah. yeah. There you go. <laughs> my profile comes up. <laughs> but um, uh, yeah. I there's... think if you still look me up, a whole bunch of like mug shots come up. I don't know why. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why. It's a whole bunch of Spanish dude. Dude. Junior, um, even with the junior, or just Joel Otero. Just look up Joel Otero Junior. Most of the time, it comes up with like mug shots. Nice no, year stuff here. You see I myself see your, there? Look at me I see your, I see your, I see, I see your LinkedIn profile picture. I see hey, this right here. Hey, here. Yeah. there we go. There we go. Then shout out Terrier TV right here. Terrier TV. Oh, with that. shoot. <laughs> I forgot about that. Oh, God. Yeah, that, <laughs> that, that, that's your top two pictures up there when you search up your name. Yo. Yo, you know I found all the old episodes that we have? You did? Yeah. I have, oh, it, on a, I have it on a website just chilling. Oh, you do? I got, I got, you remember that I was posting it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll send you the link after this. Okay, yeah. Because yeah, I found cool. it randomly, like, I want to say two days ago. I was just oh, going, because wow. I had, like, I don't know if you knew this, your boy had a blog in college, and you I did, thought wow. I was going to be a writer. And then I had tabs open, and I say, yo, here's my writing, here's my podcast. That's and dope. then I have just a whole bunch of old episodes just chilling. Wow. 
Yeah, we got we got to make this ring fanatics blog too eventually. I I got to turn this to a blog. Facts. Facts. It's got to be big, man. <laughs> <laughs> um, what other promotions did we talk about? Impact. Impact. We thought we spoke about Impact before in, a, in an episode or earlier episode. Yeah. Um, yeah. Who yeah. would you go there if you were a former WWE superstar? If you wanted to go back there, because you know we spoke about them possibly like a theory of them possibly being like their their go to company. Yeah. yeah. Um, I would. Yeah. To be honest, like I would go anywhere. I'd be like, yo, let's do this. Yeah, let's do this. I just want to wrestle. Yeah. Like I hate when I see online that's like, oh. AEW and TNA is getting all the WWE rejects, and it's like, I mean, there's are they not supposed to work? Exactly. Are they just supposed to get fired from WWE and just stay home now? Yeah, like really. They're not allowed to go to another company. Exactly. <laughs> really, what are you supposed like, to do is yeah, wrestle like, at home. Like, like, they like, oh, they're getting yeah. the rejects. Like, okay, cool. That's better Good for, for the company and better for the person because now they get an opportunity. Yeah, exactly. Um. I would go to I would go to Impact. I mean, Can I just say something about Impact yeah, yeah. real quick? Have you watched the recent episodes? No, I haven't. Why? It's a very like. Is it like cringy? I think, it's the, just... I think it's the pandemic, man. Because even with WWE, sometimes it's just awkward in the ring, like when they're cutting promos and stuff. Have you yeah, noticed that during the pandemic? Kinda, I get and it. And WWE's kind of helped it with like the Thunderdome, but they also helped it when they started having fans. Yeah, like yeah. not fans, but like they started playing the the, uh, the Chinese, yeah, yeah. So it kind of helped gain a reaction. Yeah, Impact has no one in the room. I know that's weird. And they Eric have... Young just be kind of promo, and it's just silence. And I just find it so like that's that's why I haven't been watching. Like... But I think it's, I don't think it's the product of the show. Yeah, I just yeah. think it's that like no having no fans. Yeah, no reactions. That, that is like, weird. That is, they should at least put because like, I think WWE puts in the audio and after they edit the audio and make it go along with the with the promos. They don't. They should do that, even though they have no fans. Just put in yo, audio or something Impact to make it sound silent. Impact because has no background better. noise. Has no one in the crowd. It, they just have the barricades up. It's just awkward. That that's what that's why I don't watch it because I felt the same way before WWE brought in the Thunderdome and their trainees. So yeah. like they're just talking randomly. I don't hear anything in the background. I Even at Mania saw, too. Mania was like kind of dead. I'm like just watching wrestling matches. Yeah, yeah. It's just, awkward. They should. I think I think uh, TNA has. It just seems more awkward because they haven't changed. It's just been like yeah, that the whole time. And exactly. It's just silent. It's like. They should at least okay. put some of the wrestlers up there because yeah. they have some wrestlers still wrestling. Yeah. So might as well just put. But I, I give it to them. They're still doing this show. They, they got good storylines. I can't say nothing yeah, about yeah. them right now. They're really like they're doing their thing. Ring of Honor just started their bubble. Did you okay. hear about that? No, and I, I think yeah, I've R- seen a recent episode of Ring of Honor. But Ring I don't of know Honor has a Ring of Honor has a bubble. Oh. I only know that because. Um, who was it that put it up? Jay Lethal oh. uh, just joined the bubble and like maybe like three days ago he put oh shoot what? Hold on Do so I'm looking news? up Ring of Honor real quick right? Hold on yeah. let me Do cut that breaking real news? quick breaking news? <laughs> it's not really breaking news because it happened two days ago Oh, three okay. days ago this happened what happened? October 12th Two days ago. The three, two days two, ago. That was three days, right? Yeah. I don't know. This is on the Ring of Honor YouTube channel. And it is somebody cutting a promo. And I guess they're with Ring of Honor now. Cool. Uh, it says EC3 is coming to Ring of Honor. Oh, yeah. I heard about that. I did not know about that. I heard when yeah, did, he... When did this happen? Yeah, like a few days ago. That I remember thinking about that. Yeah, three yeah. days ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I heard something recently. What happened? That's, I don't know. I think this, I think he's doing both, like Impact and Ring of Honor. Yeah, I think, I think doing... Impact has an open contract, like they yeah, can do yeah. whatever. Because EC3 hasn't really wrestled that Impact yet. I think he's going to soon, but I don't think he hasn't officially made a match. So then they're allowing him to do that to go to 
to Ring of Honor and do all this stuff before he debuts in Impact. Yeah, maybe. But it has to be that he has to deal with them. Yeah. That's like he could do whatever. Unless Impact and Ring of Honor are working together. Maybe. I feel, like they, I feel like they are. I wouldn't be surprised if they were. I, I feel like they have been. I wouldn't be surprised either, to be honest. I feel like all these companies work together. Yeah. Like, they seem like they beef. They really got no beef. Yeah. They're really helping each other out. Exactly. Exactly. Because, like, even now when we look back and we watch, like, the ECW documentaries and, like, Paul Heyman is like, yeah, Vince was giving me money on the side. Yeah. It's like, what? <laughs> we didn't know this. Yeah, we thought exactly. y'all had beef with them. We were... Like, ECW fans were like, yo, we was in the crowd saying, fuck WWF, and they were yeah. paid for this? <laughs> exactly, exactly. It's, 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 it's all in the work. It's all in the work. Time out. Also, we're talking about uh, ECW right now. There was a show that happened, I think, not this past week, I think the weekend before. ECW. Shout, shout out to my, uh, <laughs> my son, Isaac. with VXS. Uh, VXS. Yeah, VXS. Sabu. Did you see... Sabu was on the card. I heard so. Yeah. Two Code Scorpio was on the card. Uh huh. I was like, I, I was like, what are you booking, man? Like, you thought this was 1999? What, <laughs> what you doing? Throwing it back. I think. No, but they killed it. I watched the show. They killed it. My son, Sabu, I think Sabu Two is, Code is nice. Sabu is the thing is uh, fighting in GCW this weekend. Yo, Sabu or soon. is Sabu is making a comeback. What the hell? Yo, I was at the show. I want to say. Hold up, I'm gonna bring it up right now. I forgot the uh what year it was, but I saw it on my Snapchat memory. So I'm gonna find out the date right now. October 15th, 2016. It was at um the Elks Lodge in Queens. It was the ICW okay. one night stand show. My son Sabu could not move. What? Really? He was I in would... the ring. My son had to have hips like I think he had just had hip surgery. Or was gonna have hip surgery. My son couldn't walk. Wow. Still had a match. He still put on Damn. a match. For like it that's was like Sabu, a cool though, like Sabu. 10, 12 minute match. It was him and Shane Douglas. Shane who's Shane Douglas now? Shane who's... Douglas is from uh ECW. Oh, he was in ECW, he was... went to um then he went to WCW, I think oh, he came oh, back I'm, to ECW. I was thinking about Shane Strickland, who's a CSR Scott. That's what oh, I'm that's what no, yeah. Yeah, Come but on, uh, man, what are you doing? I know. I, I heard Shane. I'm like, I immediately thought of a oh, franchise, <laughs> baby. The I know. Franchise. I, 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 I heard Shane. I was like, okay, it must be someone you can. No, that show. That show was cool. They had a lot of uh, ODCW guys because um, the Elks Lodge was their place. Even though they didn't yeah. have the show in the original Elks Lodge, they had it in the newer one. Which wow, what a step down! Have you ever been really? to the Elks Lodge? You ever been to a show no. in the Elks Lodge? When the pandemic is over, we will go to a show at the Elks Lodge. I'm trying to go and to House of Glory show. I'm trying to go any, oh, any House show. House of Glory, well. too. Yo, we out to any some shows. Yeah, we, gotta we out to some shows. The pandemic's got to get over now. There's a lot yeah. of indie wrestling I want to go to. Exactly. Not... Yo, how you feel about indie shows going on right now, though? Now that it, we're on the it's, topic. It's, 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 I like the way they're doing it, but I feel like some shows are still not doing their, their perfect precautions. I feel like there's a lot of indie shows who are still doing like, oh, not they're not six feet apart, they're not wearing masks, but the, and there's, there are shows who don't have a lot of people, which is cool. Yeah, you know, there's very it's limited to certain amount of people in the in the arena, which is still cool. I like that part. There's not really a lot in my area in our area that's doing shows right now. So it's, a lot right now is in New Jersey. Yeah, everybody's going to Jersey to do their shows. Yeah, because. Yeah. Jersey's like we don't give a. Fuck. <laughs> Jersey's like yeah, we got our we got our venues open. What's up? Because yeah. I know for a while, like in the summer, like a lot of them were like GCW was doing uh, and ICW was doing um like parking lots. Yeah, they were outside a lot of outside yeah, stuff. Yeah, which was cool. That was cool. The way they like adapted to the situation. Now they're slowly making their way into venues, but the way I see it, like. What I be seeing on Instagram and stuff, it looks like, well, those two companies look like they're doing their thing with taking safety precautions. Yeah. I don't know about any other companies. I be seeing stuff. I'd be like, that's a lot of people. I don't know if this yeah. is from now or if this is just somebody posting a throwback. But this exactly. Is I'm like, this is OD. <laughs> this yeah, is exactly. OD. Um, 
Yeah, I, 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 they're all New Jersey. That's the thing. They're all New Jersey. Yeah, it'd be deep. That's like I'd be telling my boy Isaac. I'm like, yo, I don't drive. I'll try <laughs> and make it out there. Like, I haven't been going to the VXS shows, uh, shows because um, my mom's still extra about the pandemic. Yeah, mine, so yeah. like, she's like, oh, you going to? You not going to Jersey? You not going? Exactly. I was like. <laughs> Damn. Bring, tell, tell, them I, to come to Queens. tell them to come to Queens. Good, I yeah. told him, I said, what are you doing? Exactly. Come to Why Queens. Why are you only in Jersey, my guy? Let's... <laughs> and then ICW. ICW used to be always in Queens. Now they just decided to like get up and go to Jersey. Like, House of Glory hasn't done a show in... Nah, they haven't had a show in a while. They I should. think their last show... Was like in I don't March even know or... if they had a show in 2020, did they? Oh, I don't think so either. If I think about it. I didn't hear anything about the I, I would love to be able to tell you, but they deleted everything from the Instagram. Exactly. Yo, we got to go there. They well, just <laughs> walked to their can I ask you that? Why, as a promotion, like, I love House of Glory. You know yeah. what I mean? They be doing their thing. But as a promotion, during a pandemic, Make maybe, money. People, maybe people are finding out about you right now, like, just scrolling through YouTube. Yeah. And then they're like, yo, you know what? Let me check out this social media. Oh, there's one only post. one post from 2020? Why delete everything? I know, right? Really, it's I don't understand that. Me too. It's just kind of weird. Also, when people do that, it's like, you're not special. What are you deleting everything for? Exactly. But I, I found that funny, especially that they're a business. Yeah, they're a promotion. You would want people to find you. Yeah. Like they had gold on there. Like they had come on, what are you doing? Exactly. I, I thought know. that was a bad move from them. We got then they go. haven't announced anything. They haven't even announced like, yo, we'll be back soon. Like you know what I mean? Like yeah. they just haven't said nothing. Yeah, we live near there. We should just show up and be like, yo, what are you doing? Yo, be like, yo, what's good? What's <laughs> we'll, good? We'll help you book matches. We don't <laughs> we can help you book matches. And I think yeah. now they're school I, I think they moved, right? They're school. I thought they were in the same place. Now I think they're in Jamaica, Queens. Oh yeah, they're there. I thought yeah, they were now in Jamaica. They're, nah, nah, nah. They used to be in Ridgewood or oh, Glendale, oh, yeah, whatever yeah. you want to call it. Yeah, now they're in Jamaica. They've been in yeah. Jamaica for a while, I think. But we just show up, be like, "Yo, I was good. What's good? What's going on with these shows? What's going on? We can help you. Come on." <laughs> All right. Um, do you have a question for next week you want to end off with? No, nah, that's a question from the one that you asked earlier. Okay, okay, fine. About the faction. Yeah, oh, how, about the <laughs> how about this? How about this? I'm going to change it up a little bit. Okay, it's a what's part, up? It's, it's, it's a two-part question. Oh, um, two-part? No, it's, 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 not, it's not a two-part. It's two different questions, but they're the same thing, kind of different ask. I'm going to ask it differently. If you were to book a faction, because the first one's going to be what I asked earlier. If you were to book a faction with... You as the leader and four of the guys in the indie scene, who would you choose? And this, they're going to ask the same thing, but with only WWE guys who aren't in the faction. So who, okay. if you were the leader in WWE, if you were to start a new faction, what other four people, three or four people, who would you want to be in your, in your group? And then that's okay. question. Okay, I'll with that question. Okay. All right, dope. So that's this. That was, this was episode number six of the Ring Facts podcast. Next week is episode number seven, our Hell in the Cell uh, prediction episode we'll be having a guest next week joining us to do our oh um, shoot <laughs> first guest of this podcast helping us with the hell in a sub prediction episode so tune in next week to find out who it is uh i have nick your host episode number six with me joel otero um junior and my co-host <laughs> and see you guys next time catch you